Hey, welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast with Q Times. I'm your keeper, Sam. I use he, him pronouns, and today we are going to be changing things up slightly. During these interstitial episodes between arcs, we're going to be broadening the scope of the show to check in on the community of Norfolk at large. We're not positive yet if that means always coming back to the game I'm about to introduce or hopping between various systems, but we're going to chase what seems fun and interesting and reflects the themes of the show. The main arc of the show will continue to use Monster of the Week as we follow the stories of Kelly, Nami, and Rabbit. For this episode, we are going to be using the Kingdoms game system by Ben Robbins, a role-playing game about communities. This game is about seeing what happens to the kingdom and the people in it as they are faced with complex challenges, how the characters change the kingdom, and how it changes them. This is a GM-less game. I'm going to be guiding play, but as players, we all have equal authority to influence the story. It's up to each of us to push the kingdom in directions we find interesting. What will our kingdom do? What will it become? Will it stay true to its ideals, our ideals, or will we burn it to the ground? The kingdom's fate is in our hands. Players, do you want to introduce yourselves? Hi there, I'm Sam. I use she, they pronouns. And today I'm playing Leif Bergsbergton, they, them, who is the secretary to the mayor of the city. Uh, and minor character as well. And Becca Cairn, merchandising manager for the Dark Abbey, she, her. Hi, I'm William, they, them, and today I am playing Nort Port, he, him, the Norfolk City Transportation Lead, who is the Touchstone. And then my minor character is Liz Borger, she, they, which is a vampire, part of the, the Dead Ringers. Dread Ringers. The, the Bread Bringers. The Bread Winners. The Bread Winners. Ah, oh, Jonas! Hey. <laughs> oh, wait, is, 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 is it Dread? It's Dread Ringers? It is dread. Ringers. You did. You didn't put dead ringers in this. Uh, oh, I apologize. Yes. That was my you mistake. Fuck. That was my mistake. <laughs> and that voice you just heard was me, Jonas Newhouse. I tend to go by they/them pronouns. And uh, today, my major character for the game of Kingdoms is going to be Alaric Al Adams, who will be the touchstone, the emotional touchstone for the for the the, the kingdom here. He's a former construction worker who's been doing some consultation work for the. Uh, what is RPI, what is it called? Relegated Production Industries, which is the company that's taken mm -hmm. over the divot. And my minor character will be Dr. Siobhan Clement, who is involved in the Star Society. I, I had privately a member of the Dark Abbey. I, I want to get some clarification on, like, I think she is a fan of the influencer for sure. I don't know if she's yeah, necessarily yeah. like on the street team or anything, but she is like, cool. she's, you know, she's, she's, she's in the fan club basically, but doesn't want people to know that. She's part of the fan base, but not part of the actual, like, not the entourage workings. or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, okay. yeah, basically. Maybe she wants to be, though. And I am Sam Richardson. I'm going to be playing some characters today as well. I will be playing Marlo, who uses she, her pronouns, who is a street artist, one of the many that call Norfolk home, and is going to be the perspective role. And I will also be playing as my minor character, Sharon. I haven't given her a last name. Does anybody have a good last name? Sharon Clement. Stone. Pomplamoose. <laughs> Don't. I like, no, Sharon Stone, Sharon Stone is, is real. Sharon Stone is someone. Sharon, Sharon Richardson. <laughs> I'm aware. Uh, Sharon. Sharon Brick. Sharon. Sharon Brick. Sharon Moon. Sharon. You know, I think there's Sharon too many Amethyst. moons already. Sharon Markle. Sharon Dinner. Sharon Stone. Sharon Late for Dinner. <laughs> 
Her last name is going to be Sonan. S O N N. You can call me anything, but you must call me late for dinner. She uses she, they pronouns, and she is a member of the Norfolk Parents Assemblage, which is the official name for the group of moms that we indicated was in power during the Zero Session. So let me tell you all a little bit about Kingdom. Kingdom works with two to five people, but three or four is best, particularly if you're playing it for the first time. For Kingdom, you'll need a character sheet for each character using blank paper, a copy of all three roll cards for each player, We are, in this case, just using the Kingdom PDF and or the little summary document that I made for y'all. We need a counter to show whose turn it is. You also need a few sheets of blank paper. In this case, we are just going to be using a podcast, about a dozen index cards and pencils or pens. So let's start where the book recommends starting, which is building your kingdom. We're going to pretty much speed through this because we already have an established place that we are going to be building upon. So we're we're not going to spend as much time in this section as you might in a game of kingdom that you're starting from scratch. First, what is your kingdom? Brainstorm a concept for the kingdom, including a name and a rough population. We already have that. It's called Norfolk. We've been playing in it for 10 episodes, including the zero session. A rough population, I would put probably at like... The people in Norfolk probably think that the town is about 20,000 people and the city's population, including Norfolk, is probably about 500,000 people. Number two, threats. We're going to do this together. We're going to brainstorm three threats for the kingdom. These are things people in the kingdom are worried about. They endanger the status quo. A mix of internal and external problems is best. Threats are starting place. They may not come up in the course of play. They're just a good place to start thinking of trouble to introduce during the game. So, does anyone have anything, like, right off the bat? Yes. The city? (laughs) The city, yeah. Tell me, let's make these as specific as possible. What is it that they're worried about about the city? Uh, The city taking over the town of Norfolk. What does taking over mean in this context? The gentrification of Norfolk. Okay. So maybe something like Norfolk will be completely consumed by the city. Right. I also think I wanted to, and we can yeah find like the the best wording for this, but the um, there's this fear of myriads that is causing a lot of people to behave, like to act out of that fear. Right. It sounds like really what we're, the threat is people don't feel like they can trust each other. Whether that is because of their status as myriads or whether it is because they don't know if their neighbor is someone who is going to support the, like, uh, destruction of Norfolk by the city. That captures what I was kind of getting at, yeah. Are these, like, threats that people are aware of or are we open to things that we maybe as players know is happening but the people in town maybe don't necessarily or at least not, like, the general populace? These are threats specifically that people in town are worried about. Okay, gotcha. What about the fact that people keep mysteriously dying? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, mean, I feel yeah. like that's a big one, right? Uh, is, it, is it people are worried about their own safety yeah, in Norfolk? I think so. I think safety and trust are like the big ones that are in question right now in Norfolk. So how about this? For our three threats, I have 
People are worried Norfolk is being completely consumed by the city. People feel like they don't trust each other. And people are worried for their own safety, considering the recent deaths. The only thing I'm thinking is that two and three, I feel like have a lot of emotional crossover, which may be fine. But sure. I feel like we might be able to find something more specific in that second one, maybe. That I feel sure. I feel like the sure. the what would come out of the second one is also going to come out of the third one. Sure, yeah, Whereas that's the third true. one is more specific. So I, I would almost rather just replace number two, but like... Do you have a uh, do you have a pitch for Yeah. I mean, honestly, is Norfolk just getting really expensive too? Is that something people would be worried about? Ooh. Rising cost of living? Because yeah. that doesn't that's really interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Uh, yeah. And that, Let's that's, do that. that's very Let's that's do very that. actionable for a citizen, I think. Also, if we could say for number two, recent deaths and disappearances, because I feel like it's probably been a combination of the two. Okay, so for our three threats, I have people are worried Norfolk will be completely consumed by the city. People are worried for their own safety, considering the recent deaths and disappearances. And people in Norfolk are worried about the rising costs of living. Does that sound about right? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Great. Okay, cool. Let's talk about locations. These are places within Norfolk that we're interested in seeing on screen and places we think our characters could likely be found during our scenes. These can also be places in the city, but let's try to keep them mostly to places within Norfolk town limits. I already have the Stinky Walrus on here as, as one spot, and then I'm going to go ahead and just list my two because I already have ideas for them. Cool. They are going to be Turntable Center, uh, which is the big shopping mall that is sort of like in the middle of town. The other location I'm going to list is underneath the freeways. Uh, the space that is like under under the freeways. Are you talking like underneath the overpass on the road or like underground like sewers and shit? I'm talking un- underneath the overpass. Okay, like, gotcha. Like on the streets, but like under the, the overpasses. Does anyone else have ideas right off the bat? Just as a place that character could be found, I think the relegated production industries like headquarters or, or, or main, sure. main offices, I think that's a place. Love that. RPI headquarters. I mean, I know I want to do the whatever the fuck Carmichael's club is. Oh, Volcanic. Volcanic, thank you, yes. Great, love it. And I would be really interested in the um, area of Norfolk where the western camper vans and RVs are. (laughs) Okay, great. That is right near the overpass. Oh, okay, cool. So that can have some overlap there. I love that. I'm really interested in the transportation system in the city oh, in yeah. Norfolk in general. I was mm-hmm. thinking I wanted to see like a like a metro hub. That's what I was gonna thing. say. Yeah, yeah, like a yeah. like the oh, like a central bus depot or something. Well, the central like station where like bus and like the trains and everything go to. Love that. Yeah, love that. Do you, should we just say like transportation depot? Sure. Yeah, I think that's cool. Okay. That's probably where you'll you'll find Nortport. <laughs> yeah, almost certainly. Let's try to get one more. My dad's house. An observatory, <laughs> which can also be William's dad's house. The, <laughs> I, will, I will just send you real dad's real name. <laughs> can we name it after your dad, William? Yeah. Here's my here's my only thing about an observatory. If it is an actual like scientific observatory, most of the times those are most of the times functional observatories are not located in cities. They're located out like well sure. outside of cities. Well, this isn't a city, Sam. All right. But it's near the city. It's like 
butting up against the city because there is light pollution. Well, so what we could say is, number one, this is an amateur observatory that has kind of been set up, I suspect, by the Star Society, or that this is an old observatory that is, you know, not necessarily used for like precise measurements by astronomers. Anymore. Why, why or? Exactly. I like to or think both. of it as like it is a it is not a functional observatory necessarily, but it is a functional okay. place where the group meets up. And I think it's also probably in a part of town with a lot of like abandoned buildings or torn down stuff. So there's maybe like it's on the outskirts Love of town, that. open field. So they can do a lot of outdoor like stargazing and stuff. And then they have the building as like something they want to fix up one day, like the, like the Stardew Valley Community Center. You know, they're like, we want to get this observatory running again. But for mm -hmm. now, it's just where we meet up. Yeah. Can I can I give you a pitch about where that would be? Sure. If you were looking at the Norfolk map, the lower left-hand corner, there's an area that I've sort of designated as kind of like industrial and like that might be a good place for this spot to be. Like maybe these these factories kind of sprung up around it. How do we feel about that? Jonas, you were kind of taking the lead on this, so. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I think that sounds great. Yeah, I, mean, I mostly just cool. wanted a good place for that group to be since my minor character will be part of them, but. Yeah. Do you want to give me a name for that observatory? Oh, observatory? We're going to name it after William's real dad, the Reagan Observatory. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That takes care of locations. Let's talk about people. We're going to brainstorm a list of character ideas. These can be individuals or categories of people. There should be about three times as many as the number of players. If you look on our sheet, I have already put down a bunch of groups that we have said that we're interested in playing around with. But I want to come up with maybe one more each just so we know some other people who might be around Norfolk. Again, these can be categories or individuals. The ones I have put down so far are the Norfolk City Council, the Star Society, Relegated Production Industries, the Dark Abbey, the Norfolk Parents' Assemblage, the Dread Ringers, and then I see we have an addition here, the mayor. Now, is that because there are two in, in this world? There is the mayor of Norfolk and there is the mayor of the city. Which mayor are we talking about here? So I'm kind of, let, let's, let's, let's talk about this a little bit because I'm imagining this being, you know how we just call the city the city? I'm kind of interested in being a character who we only refer to as the mayor. Oh, interesting. You know, okay. I mean, not necessarily for any like in-world thing, but just sort of a... a a style choice. I, I think that, yeah, we would totally call the city mayor, the mayor and, and our own like Norfolk mayor. We would be like, Oh, it's Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Barbara. Or, or maybe, maybe you'd say like mayor, mayor, uh, mayor, Barbara. I wasn't mayor, mayor, mayor Walters. Is that a person? Barbara Walters. Hold on. Barbara Walters is a person. person. Yes. That's an American broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor, Barbara, <laughs> mayor, Barbara Walters. <laughs> so, so Sam, I want you to yeah, weigh in here yeah. because your character, mm -hmm. Uh, specifically works for the the mayor of the city and I did I pitched you a name for that yes. person we can't we could just be like that nobody ever calls I think that. that's fine they just call yeah. her the mayor yeah okay cool do we want to know her name or do are we just comfortable saying I think my character I think Bergs knows her name and people who work for mm -hmm. the mayor knows her name but yeah. I don't think we all need to know you know what I mean right I want to be clear. This is not because there was a whole thing last season about people not knowing who a person is and calling them the speaker because mm -hmm. they were microdosing memory venom. Mm -hmm. That is not the case in this in this yeah, situation, as I, far as we know. I'm literally imagining just like a for the audience, we like, like in Powerpuff right. Girls. You know, he's the mayor, right. but he must have a name. It just doesn't yeah. come up in canon. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. That's kind of what I'm imagining. She. But, she. Oh, she. She. Whoa, yeah. look at me. And the doctor was <laughs> oh, wait, a woman no, no, wait. the whole time. Oh, wait. I, hold on. <laughs> Actually, I, I will push back. I only gendered the Powerpuff Girls mayor, who I do believe uses he, him pronouns. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. You, yes. I was talking about Mr. Mayor from the Powerpuff Girls. The city mayor uh, uses she, her pronouns. And and we know that you just don't want to say her name because it is come Brumsley. <laughs> yeah, it is come Brumsley, unfortunately. Um, yeah. It's actually come Brusquely. Wow. But it's spelled come Brumsley. Uh, it's just, and pronounced you know. come briskly. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did just add a character and I would like to give more people opportunities, but I have another one in my pocket. Uh, when well, let's uh, yeah. let's all go around once, and if we still have ideas, we can add a few more. I am going to add a category of people, which is just street artists. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. I think I mentioned that I was like thinking about that as an angle for Rabbit early on, as just like yeah. a, a sort of thing he might do. It hasn't come up, and probably I think I think if anything, I actually canonize that he he specifically doesn't do street art, but wants to. I have one, the like burlesque society, Ooh. like a drag, dragon burlesque like thing. Is this like a like a canonized like? Does this group have a name, or is it just like a group of people who do dragon burlesque? Like, is there is it like the Dark Abbey where it's like, oh, this specific thing, or is it? Are we just making a category of like dragon burlesque performers? I suppose okay. Yeah, I feel like they would like they would be a thing, like in a small town, especially. Yeah, it was like. Mm-hmm. Like a troop. It, would, it sure. would be like, it's like, I imagine it being some one person was like, damn, I really want to do burlesque. And then was mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm going to go to the local dance studio and see if I can just get a time on Saturday afternoon <laughs> and then see if people show up. Give me a name. A name, a name of a burlesque, a burlesque society. Um, let's see here. It's too bad that the Dark Abbey is already taken because that would be an amazing yeah. name for a burlesque society. And what if it is a Dark Abbey and they have a whole, why should we change it? They're the assholes kind of thing. <laughs> no, no. Let's at least, at least. What about the Abbey? Be, uh, people are going to yeah, get confused know, if we name it the, the Darker Abbey. <laughs> it could be something similar, though. What if it's like the, sh- the Shaded Road? Yeah, or the like the Black Chapel, or like something that is like a play off of, you know. Oh, <laughs> the the Black Chapel. That's so dark. What about the Midnight Something? Would be fun. Oh, the mi- the Midnight the Midnight, yes. the midnight Bower, B O W E R, like a shaded like area, like uh, oh. like a um, Ooh. Like, it, it, you know, in, in, like like a forest or like a garden or something like that. It's like a yeah. shaded like over thing. The, mi- yeah, so. like the Midnight Midnight Bower. That's also a play on words because they're they do a bow. At the oh, the, show. the Midnight Bowers is it like a like a like a collective type thing? Wait, versus so a, is this like some kind of triple entendre thing? Because it's it's also a play on Midnight Power, isn't it? Or hour, excuse me. The, oh, Midnight Hour. The, I suppose yes. I wasn't thinking about that, but yeah, you weren't thinking yeah, about I, that. I was trying to find someone <laughs> to put Bower in, and then I was like, that sounds cool after Midnight. You wait, wait. You came to the word Bower first. Yeah, I like that word. Before hour, and you, you just you want another one. I like petrichor. Okay. Ooh, petrichor is That's a good my word. favorite word. It's definitely my favorite smell. I think. But. One more. One more. Uh, Sam, I don't think you've given one yet. Oh, you know, I am intrigued by the law office that the werewolf person is from. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to give them a name, or do you want to just say the the law? Um. Office? <laughs> yeah. 
Bubble off. This is fine. I was going to make a werewolf okay, pun, but I was like, that's so cheesy. I can't do that. For for the record, just because I've thought about this a lot, Almos is not a partner yet. He's just oh. a lawyer that works like for a bigger company. So and he does like some pro bono work on the side. I've been watching a lot of Better Call Saul, so this oh is my <laughs> very God. informed by Better Call Saul. But uh, he is the Kim. If you if you've seen Better Call Saul, he is he is the Kim. That's great. So okay, so I'm gonna say that. myriad law offices. So we have already built our characters. The couple of things that we have not done yet is we have not picked the locations where our characters can be found. And we have not described the bonds to our other characters. So real quick, now that we have a couple locations, we should each pick two places from this list and tell the other players why these are good places to find our characters. I'll go first. So Marlo does a lot of street art at both the turntable center and underneath the freeway overpasses. Those are great places to not get spotted by the city police for completely opposite reasons. Turntable Center, there's too many people around and most of them are Norfolk people who support street art and would actively help Marlo get away from the cops if she needed to. And the freeway overpasses, there are very few people and lots of dark corners. I will go next. Are we doing just main character? I, I, are we, we're doing both? Just main character, yes. So for Al, he would definitely be found at the uh, RPI headquarters a lot, doing work with them there, or also just kind of doing his own private work or whatever he's doing on his laptop in a little cafe in the lobby. And I wanted to ask, with the Stinky Walrus, what is the state of that building right now? What's going on there? The Stinky Walrus has been turned into a smoothie and juice bar. Okay. That particularly sells a brand called Energize. The walls and the theming have largely been sanded off of the inside oh. of the building. It has been oh. painted uh, a white that is rather blinding in the mornings and covered with corporate art depicting Energize's various products and people enjoying their green juice. That hurt what me. What the fuck is going on? That hurt me so bad. Are you serious? Yeah. That's what happened to the Stinky Walrus? That is what happened to the Stinky Walrus. <laughs> the last thing that remains of the original interior of the Stinky Walrus is a, an enormous anchor that they could not figure out a way to get out of the building without taking off the building's roof. So there is a random, seemingly random sort of anchor behind some plexiglass basically in the middle of the stinky walrus. But the only thing that it kept was its name for the most part. Okay, so it is still called the stinky walrus. That's so funny for a, a juice bar. I think, so yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip over that one for Al and just say, so Al will be RPI headquarters and also found often additionally under the freeways. He has a personal project that he is often down there kind of investigating, seemingly like the structure or stuff of, of the bridges and things. So he spends a lot of time taking notes and, and examining stuff down there. Love that. Bergs is often found at the transportation depot because they are traveling from their job in the city back to Norfolk, where they live. Love it. And then also often found in the Stinky Walrus getting a smoothie to start their morning. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. So the transportation depot, it sounds like is not just like a bus depot where all the buses get parked, but is also like a station, yes. like a, a stop along the way. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Just checking. And William, where can we find uh, Nord? Nord? North? Nort? Nortport. Nortport. 
So Northport can be found at the transportation depot, obviously, for the most part. Obviously. And then and then I think also at the Western Camper Vans and RVs area. Why? <laughs> I, I must know. Is this a it's is this a sales place like where they sell Western? Yes. Yeah. So there's like there's a huge sign, a huge billboard next to this like Western camper vans and RVs thing because it's next to the freeway, right? Or something. It's like got that. It is. It is partially underneath one of the freeways. Yeah. So it's there's this huge billboard that is like a not so subtle big just bold words that are are referencing male enhancement and <laughs> and he uh, he had taken it upon himself to get that removed and so he spends okay. a lot of time over there <laughs> um, okay you know not, not there daydreaming okay yeah uh, trying to like get it resolved but apparently the, whoever is paying for the billboard is is spending a lot of money and and he's just like I I can't I don't want this this is the first thing people see when they come to Norfolk like, uh-huh. like they come, they're coming into town on the freeway they got and, and they're seeing this huge sign that's just like they're lying size does matter <laughs> yeah, fuck God. holy shit <laughs> William can I give you a small pitch on yeah, that yeah go for it so I have a name for the person that runs Western camper vans and RVs. Okay. His name is Artie Canander, and I think that this billboard is on his property. Uh, he lives on the lot oh. of the RVs and camper vans. He lives inside of one of the RVs, and I think that whoever is paying for this billboard is paying him because it is on his lot. So he is a big proponent of this billboard because it is making him the majority of his money. Yeah, I, I the my my pitch then is that like they've become really good friends. Okay, love it, love it. Even though they're so opposed, yeah, it's one of those situations where it's like it started as like enemies, and then they were like had a lot in common, and so like Nortport just goes and hangs out in the camper van <laughs> with, with him. Love it, and they like love and it. They 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 drink some craft beer and. Uh, watch some flat screen sports television. Love that. Okay, great. That is all we need to do as far as the locations. Let's talk quickly about bonds. Describe your connection to the character to your left, which will in our case be the person below you in the list. Say what you need from them and what makes the relationship difficult. Discuss it with the other player to make sure it works for them. Even the best relationship must include some tension or trouble. This is only for main characters. Keep that in mind. So I will go first. Marlo needs something from Al Adams. I think that Marlo needs to not have you witness her doing street art underneath the overpasses where you often are as well. Because if you see her, you can testify against her in court. So Marlo needs uh, privacy from Al when doing street art. Cool. I think that's hard because though Al has shown no indication of like being interested in what you're doing, Al does happen to be around a lot and you can't maybe necessarily trust that. I, I feel like maybe there have even been instances where like you think maybe he saw you and you're not sure and you're trying to be like, hey, uh, just like suss it out and he just doesn't really give you much because he's pretty engrossed in what he's working on down here. But that could also be him just not wanting to talk to a criminal. So who's to say? So what does Al need from Nortport? From Nort, Al needs information. 
And he needs to talk to your employees. He needs their, their phone numbers. He needs to talk to them one by one. Not a huge rush, you know, but uh, I, I just, uh, I want to, you know, especially those who kind of take routes on the highways around here and uh, under the overpasses and stuff. Uh, you know, just, just a list of names and phone numbers you can give me. Why does he need that? Just so we, we have it on the table. It, it's part of his pet project he's working on, which he has an NDA. He can't talk about it. Okay, great. Uh, an NDA from RPI? I really can't say more. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. What does Nortport need from Berg's? Like some some leeway and some clarity. Nortport is trying to set up the transportation system between Norfolk and the city like really, really well so that it's an easy integration and everything. But a lot of the way that the city has been encroaching has instead been like removing bus routes and stuff to favor the city. And it's it's to the point now where there's like one bus, one or two buses that you can actually take to go to the city and people all around Norfolk are having to go to these specific stations, these specific, uh, I, I mean, I almost feel like the, the transportation depot is just like where everyone basically has to go now in order to get anywhere because like it's, yeah. because it's been limited so much. And you're talking about getting anywhere between the city and Norfolk, right? Yeah. Or is that anywhere period? From Norfolk. Norfolk to the city. I think Norfolk still has some like internal public transportation stuff, but it's like as the city yeah. encroaches, like routes are being removed. Love and it. yeah, so it's like uh, I, I feel like the mayor is hard to get a hold of. And so it's almost mandatory that Nortport has to go through Leaf. Yeah. Love it. What does Leaf Bergs need from Marlowe? Bergs wants Marlowe and all street artists to stop doing their art in Norfolk because it ruins the pristine aesthetic that everyone is wanting in the city. Just clean, nice, unpainted walls. Sandblasted white walls right. with yes, uh, exactly. corporate art on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, Marlowe's just taking away jobs from the corporate artists who, you know, are being paid by the city exactly. to put up murals. Like, you know, and that's pretty fucked and up. And doing so. it for free. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. I agree. Wow. Really undercutting <laughs> the job market. And, 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 and during this time, yes. in this economy? Very bad. No. Jonas. I just wanted to make an amendment. I think more specifically, it is not necessarily just like a, a list of names and numbers to talk to. I think that he wants like uh, detailed older plans for the freeway system that may be accessible through the transportation like archives, but you're not supposed to give out. So I think he's been like bugging you about that just for more of like a, a, a smaller, more focused, actionable thing. Okay, let us actually get into the game now. That is all the setup that we need to do. Now we are moving into the crossroads. These are the main engine of the game. Each crossroad is an important decision that the kingdom must make. It must be something the kingdom does or decides, not something that is done to it. There's three steps when we are working on a crossroad. First is pose a simple yes or no decision the kingdom must make, starting with will the kingdom blah, blah, blah. Don't go into detail yet. Number two is ask the other players if this topic interests them. If it doesn't, scratch your idea and try again. 
Don't worry if it seems obvious what choice we'd make. Perspective can make the decision more difficult by revealing unforeseen consequences as we play. And three, once the other players agree, describe the situation confronting the kingdom. What is happening? Why do we have to make this decision now? Invent any details you need to explain why this decision is confronting us. Dream up droughts, attacking armies, or fiscal crises. Paint a clear picture we can all visualize. Don't describe the consequences of choosing yes or no or what the kingdom does about the situation. That's what you play to find out. The crossroad must be independent of our characters, so don't include anything about them. There are a number of crossroads and crisis boxes equal to the number of players plus one. In our case, that is five crossroads boxes and five crisis boxes. A crossroad is considered resolved after we finish filling up the last crossroad box or after we finish filling up the last crisis box. So I have some ideas for the first crossroads, but does anyone else have one right off the bat? Because otherwise I can just save mine for later. Let me let me toss out mine just to get us rolling because I have a I have a pretty clear idea of it as long as y'all are on board for it. The businessman Carmichael would really like to expand into Norfolk. He has proposed several bars and clubs and restaurants that could be a valuable addition to Norfolk's economy and in exchange has offered to vouch for Norfolk in the city council meetings because he is a member of the city council. So my question is, will Norfolk allow Carmichael to expand into our town? I I have a pitch for you, Sam. I like that a lot too. Okay. Have you ever seen the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies? No. So how do you feel about Carmichael's first foray into... Uh, Norfolk being a youth community center. Oh, I love that. I love that. It's like it's he's he's just trying to help the right. youth. What a good guy. I think I think here's what he says. I want to build some bars and some restaurants and some clubs, but also I want to help the community. I want to build a youth community center because you know after the the city's like. Honestly, really disheartening shutdown of the high school in Norfolk. I don't feel like there is a good place for kids in the community to go that isn't like into something like, I don't know, like street art, you know, something destructive to to the community. That's pretty much all of the details we need. So on the kingdom play sheet, I'm going to go ahead and write that. So is Carmichael from the city? Like, was, was he born in the city? And like, as, as far as people know, at least, like his public perception? It is not public information where but Carmichael is But he's based in the city. Like, he's, he's city folk. He is based in the city. And he has spent a lot. He's spent probably the last 10 years notably being a member of the city. Did people know he's a vampire? That was my next question. No, we have we have discussed this in previous episodes. Uh, it is in like tabloids and stuff. There is a lot of rumor that he is a vampire. It is is kind of an open secret, but there is no official confirmation that he is a vampire, and he does not say he is a vampire. Mm. Okay, so at the start of your game, pick a player to go first. I'm going to go ahead and do that since I'm facilitating today, and then we will continue to pass it around. If someone has an idea for crossroads, they should start. Great. On your turn, follow these steps. Crossroad. If there's already established crossroad in play, that's the situation you're dealing with. If you just finished the crossroad, make a new one now. 
and then we will we'll basically all take a turn making a crossroad. You're not allowed to do it again until everyone has had the chance to make one. Next, play a scene. Role play a scene with your main character. This is your spotlight time to show what a character thinks and does about the crossroad. Number three, check a box. Check the next box on the crossroad, but if you think that the kingdom is in trouble or headed towards destruction, you can check crisis instead. If you do, tell us why you chose crisis. Four, reactions. Each player can briefly describe how their main or minor character reacts to what is happening if they want. This lets you respond without having to wait until your turn or until someone invites you into a scene. Number five, resolve. If all of the boxes for Crossroad or Crisis are full, it comes to a conclusion. Resolve it now. If both are full, resolve Crossroad first, then Crisis. And last, next player. The player to your left goes next, start again at the top. There are mechanics also in this game. If you don't like what someone is doing with their role, you can choose to change that either by fight or fixing it, which basically means the thing happens, but your character does something to, to change it, to change the ultimate outcome. We'll get to that if it comes up. Or you can overthrow someone else's role, which means the thing does not happen, and you basically take on their role and show why you are, are doing that role. So for instance, I'm currently playing Perspective. I could attempt to overthrow Berg's, Sam's character, in an attempt to use power to be able to, to decide what actually happens at the end of a crossroad. But that would mean I have to describe why Marlowe is now respected in the community as a power. Just as a reminder, the three roles are power, perspective, and touchstone. Power has the authority over the kingdom. They decide what the kingdom does about a crossroad. Perspective understands the kingdom, both its merits and flaws. They can see the truth, whether or not anyone else believes them. They can predict the consequences of the crossroad. They will tell us what will happen to the kingdom if we choose one or the other outcome. A touchstone shows us what the people of the kingdom want and feel. What you care about is what they care about. How you feel is how they feel. When your character expresses an attitude, the people of the kingdom automatically feel the same way. Touchstone is also the only one who, during the resolution, if the people are unhappy with the decision, can check crisis boxes. Let's do our first scene. So my, I'm going to do my character, Marlowe, and I would like Liz Borger, William's minor character, and Becca Karn, Sam's minor character, to be in this scene. I want this to be at Volcanic, at the club, at Carmichael's club. Marlo is there for a night out and she sees Becca and Liz and kind of wanders over in their direction holding a drink. She's shouting over the music. Hey, I heard, I heard that Carmichael wants to get in on Norfolk. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's gonna be great. And like Liz is like dancing. Yeah, it's what, the, it's what that small, tiny, dinky little town needs, honestly. I think that's true. Yeah, actually. I mean, no offense, Liz, but your boss is a fucking murderer. So I don't know that's, that that's more of what we need in Norfolk. I mean, you saw the whole thing about the, the, the other vampire, right? The, the, oh my the gosh, person okay. whose partner died? Yeah, I, we don't I need didn't realize more that of you that. read so many tabloids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you're so silly. 
Have you ever tried thinking for yourself? So true. Becca, don't don't tell me that you're that you're just following this. What what does Glimmer think about this? Um, you know, I don't personally have contact with Glimmer all the time. Um, Aren't you the so, merchandising person? Yeah, um, I talk to her about like merchandising stuff, but like I don't talk about like her opinions. <sighs> okay, well. If he shows up, if, if Carmichael shows up, the crime that we see in the city, the crime that he's a part of, we're gonna see more of it in Norfolk. And it's gonna be his fault. Oh, come on. The, cri- the crime in the city, you think Carmichael has everything to do with the crime in the city? It's just what happens when people all get together. It's it's what happens in big cities. You're, you're, you're honestly reciting every conspiracy theory in the book right now. And if you're worried about crime, I would worry a little bit more about what you're gonna do when people start cracking down on the little business that you have. Marlo, Marlo like stammers and then goes quiet. And I think she turns around and disappears back into the crowd. So the thing that I'm gonna put down on our play sheet under yes, if this happens, then Carmichael's influence will spread through Norfolk. Does anyone want to do a reaction to that with their uh, major or minor character? So a reaction is just like a quick like monologue, it can be just a couple sentences about like any thoughts about that scene. You don't have to do one, it's just an opportunity to do it, especially if your character was not in that scene. We assume that information in all of these scenes spreads to all of our characters. I'm good. Yep. Cool. All right. Let's move on to you, Sam. I'm going to go ahead and tick a crossroads box. Okay. Uh, So as Bergs, I think what's happening is I am at the transportation depot. And I would like Nort to be there. Dr. Shoban... um, Clement is around. Shaban, thank you. Shaban is there as well. And we're all just, we're all waiting for the bus. Bergs walks up to Nort. Hey, Nort, uh, what are you thinking about the the whole thing with Carmichael? Oh, you know, I I really think that there's a a nice thing that might happen if, 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 if we can get a little bit more money and some stuff back behind the youth in the, in, in the town. I'm a little worried about business people coming in from the city regardless but if they're going to be putting their money in a good place i mean i mean that's really all we can hope for that's a good point yeah i hadn't thought about that i don't know i just think you know helping out the youth is always a good thing and um making sure that we yeah like you said get more money out here to town and fix things up around here you know maybe get rid of a couple abandoned buildings Oh, well, you know, the buildings wouldn't be so abandoned if it wasn't for, you know, people coming in and kicking people out. Mm. I'm just looking out for for the town myself. That's all I want. Not yeah. not to eavesdrop or nothing. Is but North Irish? No. North is friendly. North, North's a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not to eavesdrop or nothing. I was, you know, I just couldn't help but, you know, just kind of being nearby. I, I've been thinking a lot, like, and I don't know, maybe I'm missing something, but... If if this if Carmichael guy has all this money and he wants to build like a, a you know like a a child uh, you know like a, a, a child play center or whatever he called it um why doesn't he just do like ten of those instead of one of those in like nine businesses you know and she kind of like 
scarily looks back at her newspaper, scared to have expressed an opinion. I guess that's a good point. I need things to consider for sure. Um, a lot of people need help around here, and there's a lot of places to get a beer, you know? Yeah, but not like a nice place. Like, I can't take any of my people who are coming in from the city anywhere here. That's true. But that's... we used to have a nice place. Oh. You know, the stinky walrus was yeah. nice. Was it, though? Yeah. Did you ever oh, go? Yeah, back, the, like, back I mean, at still... least they kept the big yeah. anchor. Ugh. I like that anchor. I had my first kiss under that anchor. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, for sure. Yeah. Oh, you're holding one of the juice there. Yeah. No, I le- I go there every day. Yeah. Oh, wow. I haven't been able to bring myself to go there since they uh, changed everything. You should. It's it's really nice. They cleaned it all up. It looks like really clean now, you know? Oh. Yeah. And they really should take the stinky out of the name, I feel like, at this point, because it doesn't even match with the interior anymore. So. Well, you can't be doing that. Why? Because it's the stinky walrus. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, if I if I may, just wouldn't. Why not? Couldn't if we just maybe the interior could change too. I mean, just a thought. Like, there's a lot of ways to make things match, and maybe the name is good. I don't know. Maybe they should name the youth center the the stinky youth center. (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like that would be sort of reflected badly on. Norfolk as a whole, and we want to make sure Norfolk Norfolk is like a place to visit. You know, like this is like just not not to not to belabor this or anything. But did you just about say Norfolk? Now listen, I look. I grew up here, but like when you're surrounded by people in the city all the time, sometimes things slip out. You know. Okay. All no, right. I understand. <sighs> when when do uh when does the next bus leave North? And I think, we, I think that's the scene. I think that's the scene right there. One thing I want to remind all of you is that in any scene that your character is a part of or any reaction, you can use your role. So if you are a perspective like Marlo is, you can make a prediction one way or the other. If you are a touchstone, you can put your name on one or the other side of the crossroads. And that indicates how people feel about this. There are rules if the touchstones are on either side. So don't worry about like matching up with all the other touchstones. Uh, We will resolve that when and if it happens. Power, if you are in a scene, you can just tell people to do things and they do them. So like you have the power to throw people in prison or give them a raise or like whatever, as long as it doesn't decide the crossroads and you're not allowed to kill people without the consent of their there player. was also something saying you can't make player characters do things but you can set up consequences for not following the rules basically so like you can't make exactly me kill yeah. but you can send me in jail if i don't exactly exactly and then power obviously at the end once we filled up all of the crossroads boxes ultimately decides which way right. we go okay and, and to clarify that's also sorry so like minor characters don't have those at all right cool correct yes only the major characters can use their role they are the only ones with roles so sam are you checking a crossroads box or a crisis box or neither do you feel like this has moved us towards resolution or do you feel like this has moved us towards crisis or do you feel like it has not i'm moved gonna us? mark 
a crisis because it felt like oh, that was a lot of pushback uh, on the whole okay. idea. Great. William, Nort is a touchstone. Do you feel like Nort has kind of felt one way or the other about this thing? Yeah. Yet? So I was I was playing that touchstone wise as like the, you know, they, uh, most of the community is not fond of like the encroachment of the city, but they see Carmichael as a benefit because if it's like, if it's a rich person coming in to like spend money on the community, then like at least mm-hmm. there's that, you know, it's a, yeah. I'm, I'm playing the, the misguided small town aspect. Yeah. Can I change right. my answer actually then Sam? Sure. I'm yeah. 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 Crosswords then. <laughs> Upon okay. reflection. Now, now would, are, uh, is the crossroads like, a crisis just resolution of like of the one crossroad or is the crisis like because i don't i think that the the better the community feels about carmichael the more in crisis the kingdom is so is that are we just resolving the crossroad or are we trying to approach it from the perspective of norfolk i think for the crossroads and crisis boxes you should try to approach it from the perspective of the kingdom as a whole so I think the cr- I think the crisis is correct then, because like, right because yeah it's a dangerous I think you were thing. right the first time yeah cause, okay yeah because like it is we are like showing more positive feelings about Carmichael which is bad <laughs> right yeah. yeah what I will say is the crossroads boxes will reset when we move to a new crossroads prompt and the crisis boxes will not. They will not reset. Okay. So something to keep in mind. All right, Jonas. Yeah. So we're still working on the issue of whether or not Carmichael expansion will be allowed. Yep. Let's let's do Al under under the overpass, under an overpass Love somewhere. It. And I think that having a scene, beginning a scene at least with Al and Marlowe kind of um, cohabitating here and sort of ignoring each other's private work. Yeah. And then if other characters feel it, they would show up. That makes sense, but I think that's someone I'll conjure for now. So Marlo is Marlo is standing behind a concrete pillar, working on her latest uh, uh, work. I think it is an image of like a cartoony style Carmichael biting into the water tower that says Ooh. Norfolk, and like there's just like blood spilling out of the water tower. And she is like checking around the corner of this concrete pillar to see if Al Adams has gotten any closer or has taken any note of her. Cool. And I think Al is basically like, they're back to back a bit right now with space between them as he's kind of like examining some stuff on like the other side of the bridge or whatever, or like the um, Mm -hmm. the structure here. And he does kind of like look over his shoulder and and catch what Marlo has been doing and just sort of like, (laughs) it's cute. Little grim, yeah? Marlo like quickly tries to hide. Hey, the, the, hey, 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 you're fine. Don't worry, don't worry. You really still scared what? of me? Don't worry about what? You don't gotta worry about me. I don't know what you're doing. I can't. I'm not even worried see about it. you. But, uh, all right, all right. Listen, I just we've been doing this whole run back and forth for a while, and honestly, I'm just I'm just I'm just getting a little. I don't know what you're talking about. I hang out down here, and you show up sometimes. You're right. Listen, I. You're not one for small talk there, is you? If you have something interesting to talk about, I'll small talk with you. See that little door there? Yeah. You know why they put that in? 1950. They had to let the hounds in to get the rats out of the uh, 
you know, the, 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 the whole the hallways in there and kind of a holdover. This place is full of stuff that used to be here and doesn't really serve its purpose anymore, but I think it's beautiful, don't you? The freeways were built in 2019. How would they have put in a door to a freeway that didn't exist in the 1950s? Well, you know, it's all built on pre-existing structures, right? So, yeah, the freeway's new in 2019, of course. We, we just built that, put that in, but, but what was it before? I mean, there's been stuff going on in the city for a long time, right? I mean, right over here, you see that, uh, you see those little uh, the marks there? That's from when this whole place used to be a laser tag center. Marlo just shrugs and says, yeah, this is what this whole city will become like if Carmichael gets his way. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I hear that a lot. I, I think it's possible. I, personally, I'm, I'm one to give the benefit of the doubt to one who's sort of uh, got that entrepreneurial spirit, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, I've been here in uh, Norfolk my whole life, and I don't love a lot of what I'm seeing. I don't love a lot of the changes that are coming in, but some of them are good, you know? I mean, look, what you just did right there, that's a change, and I'd say that's good. It's good art there. I don't know who did it. Marlo deadpans him. Listen, uh, I don't need to bother you too much. I, I'd, I'd be, I'd be more than happy just to go on our separate ways. I just, I feel a little uncomfortable, you know. I feel like we've been sharing a lot of spaces and ignoring each other, and that's not the way I like to be with my neighbors, you know. I, I like to spend a little more time, uh, I don't know, being friendly and whatnot. But feels like there's not much space for that anymore, you know. Marlo crosses her arms and, and kind of, you know, kicks at the dirt. Yeah, I mean, it's, people are on edge, feels like. It's not just this Carmichael thing. It's been going on since before that, since, well, since, a, since the, the video, I guess. I'm not trying to give you a hard time or anything. I just, this place is kind of like where I go to relax and it's hard to relax with other people around sometimes, you know? I- I hear you. I'll make myself scarce just as much as I possibly can, but I... Hey. Yeah. What are you doing down here? What do you come here to do? You don't smoke. I would have seen butts or, or no, something. No, I'm... Peace. It's research, really. I'm just trying to get a better understanding of, uh, you know, how this is all set up, you know, and what we might be able to do with it, because I feel like there's a lot of good structure going to waste here, and a lot of what I was giving you earlier, I, thinking back good about all of it a couple minutes ago with bullshit i don't think there's ever no laser tag here or hounds or nothing but i don't know i feel like we got some secrets down here and let's just say i got secrets i'm trying to understand and none of them have to do with art so you don't gotta worry marlo like turns back to look at that little door you pointed out and she says you know i don't think i ever i don't think i've ever noticed that before there's a lot of them. Keep your eyes peeled, I suppose, and I don't know, stay safe. Does that feel like... Yeah, feel I, like I, think that's, I think that's a good scene, yeah. Okay, I'm going to make two predictions. My first prediction is, if Carmichael is allowed to expand into Norfolk, we will see additional expansion. He will open the floodgates to people like him, and we will not be able to stop them. And the answer I'm going to put in the no column is if Carmichael does not expand into town, things are going to get worse for the people here. Is there any specifics you can think of how that might get worse for people or what would get worse? Yeah, I think Carmichael and the Dreadringers 
would serve as a sort of ancillary security ah. for the city. And without them, we're going to see people's security continue to be compromised. Can we say get more dangerous for the people here? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Cool. And then I don't necessarily know that we, if anything, I would mark a, cross, a crossroads here. Yeah. I think, that I, I, think, I think we're kind of further cementing, like, people have mixed feelings, I think, on the idea of Carmichael's expansion. Because I'm also Touchstone, so I'm thinking here, like, I, I, I largely, what William was going for with um, Nort is kind of what I'm going for with Al, of just sort of the, like, you know, ac- accepting this businessman coming in. I can think about how a lot of, like, a lot of um, the average person may see, like, Elon Musk versus how me and my friends see Elon Musk. And right. I think that me and my friends are the outlier when it comes to greater, like, you know, majority society and i think we see a similar thing here right and yeah i I think that makes sense let's go ahead and put your name in the yes column then and also put uh north's name there that means functionally the people of norfolk support carmichael doing this so it's me now right it is you okay city council oh shit it's a council meeting okay i want everyone all right okay everyone's major and minor characters (laughs) <laughs> oh shit <laughs> do right. your best in this scene to not have your characters talk to each other if yep. you can avoid yep. it I feel like both my characters talk as little as they can so that's pretty easy but Siobhan yeah. especially this is this is a meeting this is a meeting to decide if they are going to like clear Carmichael to start doing like construction and stuff real quick this should not be a scene about deciding sure, because sure, sure. that is what the power is going to do after the crossroads yeah, is over yeah. so can this be like a public comment yeah public session? yeah public com- kind of like in parks and rec yeah 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 oh this is going to go great <laughs> okay so the way that i see it is uh, yeah it's this, it's this council meeting everybody's been notified about it you can show up if you can i think they're zooming people in too you know like so some people are are from home but they can't like comment unless they get like the floor or whatever and mm-hmm. there's a there's a microphone set up so i don't i think people can like step up to the microphone you know to say their piece or something like that great so i think nort will start up at the it's at at the microphone this meeting has been like going for a little while and nort's like oh you know i i just uh and with that i i just hope that with this money coming in possibly from this whole situation that that we can use some of it to make sure that the people of Norfolk are taken care of. And I, I, I really do believe that Carmichael has a though business venture sort of ideals. Uh, ultimately it will uh, be a net positive for the community. And I just, I just hope that we can, Make the best of a tough situation. Thank you. Are you okay if Sharon Sonnen is sitting on the the Norfolk City Council? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Nort. Thank you. Um, (laughs) I'm extremely happy with it now, Sam, now that I've heard your voice. (laughs) Always a pleasure to have you uh, in these public comment sessions. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Who's who's next? Yeah. um, Come on. Step step up to the mic. Uh, Yeah. I just uh, wanted to say a couple of words. Uh, See a lot of faces that I know means a lot of faces here know me. Uh, personally, I think uh, I don't give too much of a damn about what happened you, before it ha- sorry, sorry, can you state your name for the record, name and pronouns for the record? Yeah, my name is Al. You you can call me he, him, I suppose. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, 
Personally, I think we're all working a little too hard, thinking a little too hard about how is this going to go? Should we do it? Should we not? I thought Norfolk was the kind of place where we would do things and things would happen and then we'd make something of it, you know? And personally, where I'm at, I think we got bigger things to worry about than can this business guy come make a business? I know we're all scared. Oh, it's going to be expensive. Oh, it's going to remove a maybe, 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 but maybe it's going to be nothing but a positive. And to be honest, there is not a soul in this room that knows what's going to happen. So we just got to make a decision, y'all. I mean, we're Norfolk. We got to do something and, uh, you know, move on to the things that really matter here. So thank you. Uh, I think that's that's all I got to say for now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank thank you. Thank you for your, um, well, it was a little confusing, but if we can try to keep public comments to 30 seconds or less, just to, to keep things moving here, we have a lot of people to get through today. Um <clears throat> Sorry, I, getting over a cold. Uh, can can we? All right. Um, yeah, uh, you. Yep. Uh, come, yeah, come on up. Um, hi. Um, I'm I'm Becca. Uh, she her. Um, and I, you know, I think that a lot of us aren't. Um, sorry, thirty seconds is really short. Um, I think that uh, you could do. It doesn't. I I don't mean thirty seconds exactly. I'm just like we just. I want to keep things moving. Right. So if you does, if you just uh, get to your point count for my 30 seconds okay no this no this doesn't this okay. doesn't count um so i was thinking um that a, a lot of us you know we have to i don't think it's come up enough but we have to think of the children and i i really do think mm -hmm. we don't have a mm -hmm. lot of communities for young folks here i mean of course the dark abbey is always welcome to welcome to younger folks in but i'm sorry the dark abbey yeah. um uh, anyway, so I think that Glimmer, we love Glimmer. What, sorry, can, can, can you, uh, what, what's the dark app? Oh, we love and support Glimmer. Um, the, you know, Glimmer. Who's, who is that? Okay. I don't know. 20 people around the room kind of snap all at the same time, but you're not sure who it was. <laughs> can, can we keep it down? Can we keep it down in the, in the main, uh, area? Just one person speaking at a time, please. Uh, sorry, ma'am, can you, can you go ahead and tell me, uh, who, who is Glimmer and uh, what what relevance do they have to the current um, topic? Glimmer, of course, is a fashion blogger, um, very famous and very cool. And the fact that you don't know her is a little silly, but you know, it's okay. We have merch and I have like a pamphlet if you wanna um, look at. Oh, this is this is like one of the one of the people who make like Facebook videos. Oh no, not Facebook, no, uh, YouTube, obviously. Yes, YouTube? yes. Oh, okay, uh, all right, right. okay. Here. And uh, Becca is gonna run up to the, the front of the room and hand the pamphlet. Okay, you're not, oh, you're not really, you're not really okay. supposed, okay, you're not really supposed to do that, but no, it's it's fine, it's just. Uh, Liz uh, just like gets up and, uh, and just like takes the microphone. <laughs> Okay, uh, sorry, hey. it's, uh, it's one Liz, of the time. Liz, uh, like, turns away from the city council and just turns to everybody else. Just like, mm -hmm. listen, your podunk little shitty town is in a lot of trouble. You don't have a lot of ways to do anything about what's going on. And Carmichael is just trying to help. So, I mean, honestly, don't shoot yourself in the foot. There's... There's a lot worse things that could happen than a, a a businessman showing up to help the youth. So just Yeah, like you stepping out into the sun. <laughs> well Lit. this from Al sitting next to a cop somewhere. I can I can spend all day in the sun. 
But uh, the rest of you need to get out from your dark little shaded place and uh, seek reality. So you can you can be swayed by tabloids, you can be swayed by conspiracy theories, but the Earth isn't flat, and Norfolk is on the way out. Al Adams uh, stands up. Um, and he like he has to kind of like pull away from the officer who's like sitting next to him. Who's like kind of grabbing, like, hey, 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 don't try to like stop him. He just stand up. And say, uh, I would like to amend my previous statement. I think I speak for. Uh, Everyone good hearted in this to, room. You have to, when I you have, say you that we should not let Carmichael into this town, here in what I've heard, I've got a slightly different perspective on it, and uh, let's just say I don't like what I heard. So uh, I vote no for what it is worth. And then the the officers. This was like, not a voting session. Right this is not a voting session. This is community comment. Nort stands uh, up the, and is like, "Well, you, you know, you know what? Um, I I I vote no." Hang on, this is not a voting session. Take it. You should take this up with your representatives if you are interested in uh, Siobhan uh, voting. Siobhan stands up. up. I, I, I also, I want to vote no, also, actually. Marlo stands up and, me too, I'm out. No, this is not, this is not a voting <laughs> session. This is not, you have to talk to your city council members. Bergs is going to stand up. Officer, can you please escort these people who are disrupting the uh, session out of the room? Yeah, and Ripley Adams, the police officer that was sitting next to Al Adams, stands up and begins escorting people out of the room. I think Al is gonna like kind of try to stand in his way, not not to the point of like actually creating a problem, but like gonna be like following him and like talking like, hey, what are you doing? You're getting on the wrong side of this. They're gonna be kind of like arguing about this as it's happening. We hear they're arguing as Ripley escorts someone out of the room. I think that's I think it. That's yeah. yeah. So it sounds like. <laughs> Both Nort and Al have flipped to no. Yeah. Is that right? I think so, yes. Yeah, and I think one thing I found, this is something that like has been in my mind about Norfolk since we kind of like were in, in the inception, but there's a lot of like town pride. And I think that like even the most like middle middle ground wishy-washy, like, yeah, just do whatever. We just gotta make a decision. When they hear your town's going to shit, they're like, hey, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> Very Boston in yes, my mind. Yeah. Like, uh, only I get to say shit about Norfolk. Yeah, it's a piece of shit, but it's our piece of shit. I'm gonna make another prediction as Marlo. Uh, Marlo sees everything going on here, and I'm gonna put in the no column if Carmichael is not allowed to expand into Norfolk, infighting in Norfolk will will get worse. Mm. Yeah. I also wonder if we're seeing the beginnings of a, a loss of faith in our like our, our political structure or our like uh you know like the city council and stuff. Cause if we have a meeting yeah. and it's like if i feel like we're setting up a situation where the majority of people make it clear they don't want this and then it happens anyway. And that feels like a feels like a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll I'll make one more prediction. Then I'm going to put in the yes column. If Carmichael is allowed to expand into Norfolk, people no longer trust the Norfolk City Council. Wow. Yeah. This is very much a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. I I I also wanted to say. So just so I have clarification, Sharon is a mom who is on the city council. Is that correct? I think she is like a volunteer with the Norfolk Parents Assemblage. That is what she considers her primary position. Uh -huh. uh, she is a mom. But her, I guess, day job is as a city council member for the Norfolk City Council. Cool. That's a that's a woman with a lot of power. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. William, are you checking crisis or are you checking crossroads? Um, I think I think I'm going to. I think that feels like a crossroads to me. All right. Sounds good. 
I do want to. So from here, do we want to move on to a different topic? Just like one more crossroads. I think we should try to fit one more in. I would like I would like to try. So let's get to resolving the crossroads. Resolving crossroads. We're going to read aloud the crossroads, the two choices, and all of the predictions to remind everyone what's at stake. Then power will make a decision. Each player with power says which path they make the kingdom choose on the crossroads. No one else gets to vote. Describe (laughs) how your character makes it happen. Then the perspective is going to show the consequences. Perspective, tell us whether each of your predictions on the winning side of the crossroads come true or not. Describe your character seeing what happens. Touchstone, show how you feel. Touchstone, tell us how your character feels about everything that happened. That's how the people of the kingdom feel too. Describe your character seeing how the people react, then check or uncheck up to two crisis boxes to reflect that. After the crossroads, the crossroads is now finished. If all the crisis boxes are checked, resolve the crisis. Next, decide as a group whether you want to break in the action to let months or even years go by. I think we should move right into the next crossroads. So, to review. The crossroads is, will Norfolk support Carmichael's expansion into town? In the yes column, uh, if we do this, Carmichael's influence will spread throughout Norfolk. We will see other expansion like this, and people will no longer trust the Norfolk City Council. If we say no, Carmichael is not allowed to expand, things are going to get more dangerous for the people in Norfolk, and infighting in Norfolk will get worse. The people in Norfolk support not letting Carmichael expand here. So, power, Berg, what happens? What do you choose? Carmichael will be able to build this in Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah, Things just got a lot more complicated for Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. How do you make that happen, Berg? Um, Berg will, uh, of course, was taking notes at that meeting and will report back to the mayor and tell the mayor that it went great. And (laughs) people are super invested. As a perspective, Marlo starts to see members of Carmichael's Dreadringers out on the street, moving in pairs of two or three at night when she is attempting to do street art. I think we just see her at the end of an alley spray painting something and three people walk by the mouth of it and they pause to look in at her and she freezes one hand on her paint can and they look at her and I think one of them just like, licks their lips and we can see the fangs and then they move on. We will see other expansion like this. We see Carmichael's bars and restaurants beginning to be built and the gentrified areas of town begin to creep towards them. I think Carmichael intentionally builds them right on the border of the sort of more gentrified edges of Norfolk and the less gentrified edges. And we see that construction, maybe even put on by uh, RPI, begins to uh, fill up vacant lots in those areas and attempt to buy people out of their homes. Marlos witnesses a confrontation between a homeowner and someone from a construction company about uh, an offer to move that this person does not want to take. Can I add some stake to that? Yeah, sure. I think either cheapskate or hothouse should be in danger. I think it's got to be cheapskate. Hothouse, hothouse is uh, a little nicer in my mind. Mm-hmm. 
So I, yeah, I think the land owner, like the person who owns the land the building was built on, is strongly considering a sale. And then last but not least, people no longer trust the city council. Marlo shows up to the next public comment session, and she is the only one there. Damn. Okay. These outcomes are juicy. This is this is nice. They're juicy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Finally, we need to resolve the touchstones. So touchstones, show how you feel and then describe how you see other people reflecting that viewpoint. So I think you, you had mentioned that RPI is probably taking up some of the construction work. And I think that's true. And maybe even like a lot of it to the point yeah. where Al is... Al is a lot more busy right now. He also he used to have like a construction partner that he worked with, but he's been flying solo for a couple of years. And that's why I've been doing more like cons- consulting work. But they've got so many contracts for him that now he's like, he's basically been contracted to work with RPI to like develop a new program, like getting more people doing this kind of work because there's so much demand for construction right now and not enough people from Norfolk trained in it. And I think that like you're seeing a lot of people feeling like a lot of a lot of Norfolk people feeling like they don't have like they don't have a connection to these new places being built. It's not part of them. It's not part of their city. So he's thinking it is important to get them involved either in building the stuff in in like being clients there in developing what these new places will be. But that may not be the like everyone's take. I think some people are still obviously it's it's the mix of like some people hate that it's happening. Some people just love it. But I think the people who are finding a way to cope, it is like trying to find any way to claim agency and ownership over these new establishments if that makes sense yeah you you as the touchstone your view represents the majority of people so there are people who feel differently but like most of the people that you talk to and that you interact with feel this way. yeah and i think that is life's getting a lot more busy it's not what we would want but it we we have to make our peace with it and like claim it for norfolk if we can is al unhappy with his brother Oh, um, I think so. I, I think he's. I think he's been frustrated with a brother for a while. But uh, I think this is the kind of thing that is bigger. And I think Al doesn't even fully realize that. Like he is. He is almost systemically mad at his brother. Like he is. It is. It is goes beyond. You're not doing what I want, and goes more into you're acting against our our community. William, I think Nort is like disappointed, but trying to make the best of it as well. And I think that Carmichael has a read on this kind of thing mm-hmm. and has like, since Carmichael wants to connect his businesses, I think that he is putting money into the transportation now to, mm. to reinforce like, no, we need clear and good ways to connect the city to Norfolk. And, and I think Carmichael calls it Norfolk and Nort is spending so much time with him now that every once in a while in conversation with Nort, Nort will call it Norfolk. Sad. (laughs) So does anyone have a strong idea for the next crossroads? I have something. Yeah, I I, I would something like, um, will the community of Norfolk retaliate against the city council for because they did act against the people's wishes. And that is something that we established as like a threat or like a, a, an outcome of this. So now I feel like a lot of people are facing the question of, are we going to do something about this? Or are we just going to let the city do what it wants and then make our peace? You know, can I can I move it yeah. just one step further? Totally. Will the community of Norfolk abolish the Norfolk City Council and just oh. exclusively rely on the city's council where they now have Carmichael as a representative? So because it was the Norfolk City Council that 
we were just at, right? And they failed Correct. us in this. Correct. Oh. Does that yeah. is that interesting? Yeah, I like that because I, I definitely think that we shouldn't, but I feel like some people would be misguided and think that we should, and that's that's palpable. So the new crossroads is will Norfolk abolish the town city council, lowercase c city council, in favor of representation by Carmichael in the city's council, uppercase C city's council. Cool. Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's on. Jonas, let's start with a scene from you. And we are starting with one crisis box out of five checked. I think I'd like to do a scene in the RPI, like like an RPI like meeting room. Love it. And I think that we have brought in both Nort and Bergs. Nort as a representative of like as you know, we're making these new these new uh, business and stuff. We want to make sure that we're keeping transportation in mind. And then also with uh, Bergs being connected to the city, which is probably like I don't know, maybe maybe they're funding some of these expansions. I guess I mean like uh, or like supporting it in some way. Like they are involved. And so I think having them here for part of the conversations, just at least to be like in the room, if we have questions for like, hey, what can yeah. this do? What can this do? You know? Anyway, uh, line through that, line through that. I think this is our best plan, but we really got to get more folks in here. I mean, I've been sending out, maybe we got a street team putting up resume or, you know, calls for work and no one's applying. It's like nobody wants to work in construction anymore. And I, I mean, that's the big problem here. Honestly, we're not going to get this done if we don't all get the work done, you know? No, I've been... I've been having a similar problem with the with the uh, transportation committee and everything too. Like, you know, you can only do so much without bodies, without the people. Yeah. And it's really disappointing, you know. I mean, I know we didn't love the outcome, but we got to make the best of a difficult situation. And uh, and if our if our community doesn't come together to to build it themselves, I mean, they'll have even less of a connection to it. Yeah, I mean, it used to be. I remember back when, uh, when, when Bro and I were little kids. It used to be such that, uh, I mean, the council would just kind of make a program, you know, and be like, "Hey, hey, uh, you know, kids, free training for uh, construction work," or you know, we need to motivate the people. I, I, I feel like we got we got the support in the room here, you know. And, and Bergs, I really appreciate you being here. You know, uh, it's it's uh, it's nice to have the support we've got in here. But I don't know. I feel like the. The, the, the structure from the council, you know, I feel like that would go a long way because people, you know, people want to look to the council for support and uh, guidance, you know, and uh, I don't know. What can we do about that? I know it's outside the scope of the boardroom here, but it's where my head's at. And he's looking around at like all the other like construction executives who just maybe don't really have a say in this. They just want to figure out where the money's going to go. Well, well, I've been working a lot with Carmichael. You know, personally, I... I, I thought I was going to be in a little bit of deep water when this whole thing went through, but he's really been quite a quite the the thoughtful businessman, you know? Okay. You, you feel like he listens to you? I, I've had one or two little talks with the man, you know, because he, he likes to make a presence. I, honestly, some, some of the time I feel like I'm talking to a blank wall that's looking through me like a television, you know? No, 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 no. Carmichael is very supportive and great. Nah... Oh, I'm right, just kidding. Right, That's a little uh, bit of a joke oh. I like to do. <laughs> okay, okay. See, I had a thought there, like, okay, you know, I've, no, I've heard you see, about Yeah, the, you've heard what, about what do you the call things. it? The glimmer, the glamour, the glamour, the glamours? No, this is just, that's a little joke that we do, just like between Carmichael and me, where where he's like, oh, I'm a vampire, and I'm like, oh, oh, don't hypnotize me, you know? It's a good one. But he's not. Right. 
He's but not. He's not though. You sh- and you and you're sure about oh, that. Oh, right? I think if he was a vampire, I, I think I would know. Yeah. No, I'm sure you're right. It's it's, it's so it, it ain't ain't it just so weird that like now that we know there are vampires. As soon as you think somebody might be before, you know, I'd think some of the vampire I'd be like, "Ah, Al, that's silly. Of course not." But now I'm like, "What?" Sure. You yeah. know? It's it's kind of hard like I feel like why don't we just put out like a a, a something on the city's system we have a system for like letting people know that there's job openings we could just do that you know oh like an online yeah. job sport yeah exactly i mean we, we we've talked about that a little bit or i've had the kind of thoughts but they, we've been getting city folk at that point i think it's important that we get it from the roots you know we want norfolk people going on this and i i mean no don't take this the wrong way but i don't think norfolk people are really going on the city website you know uh, regardless of what's on there but maybe we can make our own kind of thing, well, you know, I've been going on the city slash jobs or something. Hmm? I've been going on this. Oh, you've been going website? on the city website? Yeah. Well, most people, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, other people have been going on there too? I feel like a yeah. lot of people use it. Yeah. I mean, I that's how I found my job. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alec looks around the room and like a lot of the people in the boardroom are like, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess I'm a little behind the times on that. Um, I mean, it may not be such a bad idea. I just... Um, I don't know. I worry about. I, I want to keep it in our hands as much as we can. You know, these these parts of the city are very important to us in in ways that I feel like city folk might not have the same grasp on. So, I mean, I, I guess I could put it on the listing that like they're looking particularly for people who live close to Norfolk for locals. Yeah. Do you think you got uh, you in communication with the Norfolk City Council, right? Like on on like a yeah. high level. Like, would they listen yeah. to you? Because I feel like okay, because. That's another place I feel like I'm not being heard. And I, if you could get them maybe to support it and like really push that out and make sure everyone around here, you know, knows that it's happening, that would go. Oh, a long I think way. I can take care of that. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Have you heard of Club Penguin? I mean, Penguin? I think meeting adjourned unless we got any notes on <laughs> <from> the draft. <laughs> I think that's. I think yeah. that's seen. Cool. So uh, let's do this one at a time. Nort, do you feel like people are coming down one way or another on this decision? I I think I think we're opposing, like the touchstones. Well, Nort, Nort, yes. What about Al? I think I might take this moment to stop being a touchstone just because I had established that, like, in this in this issue, at least, Al is probably outside of the norm. Great. If you feel your character's place in the kingdom isn't what it used to be or you want a different way to influence the kingdom, you can change to another role. To switch roles, tell us what your new role is, then show your character embodying that role. This is an important moment for your character, so show us how they've changed. If you're taking power, you must explain why the kingdom obeys you now. If your previous role was perspective, your predictions only come true if another perspective decides they were right when the crossroad is resolved. Put a checkbox in front of each of them to remind us. If your previous role was touchstone and you wrote down which side of the crossroad your people prefer, which side of the crossroad people preferred, erase it. Each player can only use one role during a scene reaction or while resolving a crossroad. So if you already used your old role, you cannot use your new role now, but you haven't yet. So, which role are you moving to, and how do we see that? I think I'm going to go perspective, and I feel like that also kind of plays into how I was sort of, like, playing as Al in this scene of just, like, I think Al is looking ahead of, like, here's a situation we're in, where do I see the wind blowing? Yeah. And he is is just, like, kind of, I guess the opposite of what he said in that, that town meeting, of just, like, now he is wanting to guide towards the least destructive consequences that he sees us heading towards. And he wants to make sure that like the people of the city have a good future. And I do have, so I, 
Is it a yes and a no or a yes or a no, depending what I have? You can make as many predictions as you want in either column. So I think if we do not abolish the city council, the city council will become obsolete and become like a figurehead for the city council. Oh, so it'll it'll be cannibalized anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. Love it. And if we do abolish it, I think if we do abolish it, and this could be a double-edged, uh, double-edged coin, I think that the people of Norfolk are going to feel a lot more, a lot more pressure to stand up against the city individually. It will, okay. it will be, it will be, it will be a sign of okay, we're taking the power of Norfolk into our own hands, and we're going to see yeah. a lot more like activism on the streets, a lot more like busting into meetings in the city and stuff like that. People will take Norfolk's political defense into their own own hands, I guess. That's great. That's great. Love that. I want a quick reaction with Marlo to this scene. Cool. Which is Marlo in the turntable center behind like a target or something, spray painting a new design up on a wall. And it is caricatures of the city council members with Carmichael and other members of the city like puppeting them like marionettes and then like below them in the frame it is people with a spyglass looking towards you like looking looking out from the art towards you and the prediction that I'm going to make here is that if we vote no and the council is cannibalized by the city Norfolk will come up with a new means of representing themselves, an extrajudicial means of representing themselves. Kind of similar to what will happen with yes, but maybe more organized, more of a like, I feel I feel like, yeah, on the yes side, I want to put more of like a general like activism versus a new political organization. Like to yeah. think about it that way. Yeah. And then I think if yes, if the if the council is abolished, Norfolk's boundaries will begin to be erased. The city will begin to erase Norfolk's boundaries. Oh, C- like actual city boundaries. If we do remove the council, like that, yes. that that is the one thing they're kind of standing in the way of. Still, that is like, I love that. I also love the idea. I think about this a lot with like, po- like political intrigue or whatever. That like this this implication that the reason they're failing us in all these other ways is because they're holding so hard on those boundaries and all their resources are going to like defending that. And yep. so they're failing these other things, which ultimately destroys the system potentially. And then they lose everything. Right. Okay. Jonas, are you marking crisis or crossroads? I think I'm just going to go crossroads on this. Can I, can I fight or fix something right now? Yes, you absolutely can. Let's read the rules of that. Just super quick. Fight or fix. Regardless of your role, your main character can always try to deal with situations other players create with their roles or overcome what someone else is doing. Prevent predictions from coming true, change public opinion, or break people out of prison. And you can always succeed if you're willing to do what's necessary. There are three steps to fight or fixing. The first is your action. Declare what you want to fight or fix and who made it. Describe what you do to overcome it. The more your approach makes sense to the other player, the more likely you are to succeed. Number two is their response. That player must respond with one of the following options. Yes, you succeed. Yes, you succeed, but there is an undesirable consequence of your actions, which that player can describe. And yes, you succeed if you follow the plan that they describe instead of the one you set out. 
Lastly, there is an outcome. You can accept what they say, give up, or propose something else and try to negotiate. If you can't come to an agreement, the attempt fails. I kind of want to um, I w- approach the, the city council will be cannibalized by this. The Sorry, the council will be cannibalized by the city council in the no column there or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With uh, I, I have this pitch of like Nort, like sort of not purposefully is just talking about because like Nort has begun sort of falling in line with Carmichael a little bit, seeing it as like mm-hmm. a means to an end mm-hmm. sort of thing. And is always like at the bus stop and all that kind of like is around a lot of people and pro- and pro- talks to a lot of people. Yeah, I have a I have a pitch that a community member begins to see like like and a community member that is like well known and well loved or whatever begins to see like the issues and stuff and and begins a campaign to run for town council. Can I make a suggestion? And, yeah. Can it be Glimmer? Oh, that's spicy. <laughs> okay, so maybe we're like, <laughs> yeah. So Jonas, you yeah. have you have three ways to react to this. Yeah. Yes, you succeed. Yes, you succeed, but there is an undesirable consequence of doing this. Or yes, you succeed if you follow the plan that you describe instead of the one that William described. And this will be changing the council will be cannibalized by the city council to Glimmer will be running for head of the city council. The, the way that I'm seeing this is like getting someone so popular or so ingrained in yeah. the town council that it can't possibly be destroyed. Like, you know, like it will sure. not be able to be leveled. Do we know a lot about Glimmer? No. Okay. Explicitly no. Okay. Have we seen Glimmer? Have people like, do we? No. There, okay. I mean, Glimmer has a YouTube channel. So sure. You, you, so there, there is but, a. But here's the interesting thing about Glimmer's YouTube channel. Okay. You can't see Glimmer in the videos. You okay. only see the clothes. So I want to, here's what, I want to do something fun here then. <sighs> God. Okay, I, th- okay. Let me, let me know if this is, if this is going to break the, the lore or the canon or whatever. So. If we do not abolish the city council, then yes, Glimmer will run for city council, probably get on and will like kind of revitalize it in a lot of people's eyes. And as that is happening, tabloids and and rumors with evidence are coming up that Carmichael has been seen around town with somebody who we think is Glimmer. Oh, yes! Like holding hands and like walking around and like... (laughs) People are speculating that Glimmer and Carmichael are dating now. Oh my god! Oh my yes. god! <laughs> hey, here's a question: yeah. How old are Carmichael? Is in his fifties. Oh, okay. How old is Glimmer? Hmm. An adult. <laughs> I, so in my head, in my head, Glimmer was like 22, 23. Okay. Okay. All right. Are we okay? Are we okay I'm with okay that? With that. Yes. Okay. Okay. I do think cool. that the types of, I mean, the little bit we know about like Glimmer and and a little more about Carmichael, that feels appropriately inappropriate, if that makes yes. sense. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. agreed. I just see like this trashy magazine of like <laughs> Carmichael holding hands with like an invisible, per, 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 just, just like- Boo clothes. or bow. Yes, exactly. Boo or bow, that's funny. <laughs> yes. And then in the bottom like right-hand corner, there's text that says, that says like- <laughs> In his 1,700 years on this planet, how did these two yeah. end up together? And it's like. <laughs> so, William, do you accept that oh, consequence? Oh, yeah. I, yes. Yes. Cool. Great. 
So Jonas, I'm going to go ahead and change this from the council will be cannibalized by the city council to I like this so much more too. Glimmer will run and be elected to the Norfolk council. Fucking love it. Do we want to also make and and I'll I'll make another one too, which is uh, Carmichael and Glimmer will be seen together. Yes. And I also love the implication that like, if we vote yes, that may not happen, at least not yet, or at least not that we see. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, honestly, if if if, if Carmichael saw Glimmer going to city council, Carmichael might be like, gimme. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Ally, now. Sam, do you want to go or shall I go? You can go. Okay. I am going to do a scene with Marlo, Dr. Siobhan Clement. Cool. And Liz Borger, again. I don't think Marlo can get enough of Liz. <laughs> Very, very, maybe there's a crush thing uh-huh. going on with Marlo and Liz. <laughs> this is at the Stinky Walrus because Marlo is giving it a try. Wow. Whoa. Another sad thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Marlo walks into the Stinky Walrus, the little like bidding electronic bell dings over the door and she sees uh, Liz and Dr. Siobhan Clement both in here. And just kind of blinks when she sees Liz. And you can see her hesitate as she, like, thinks about maybe just leaving. Like, maybe just, like, uh, it's too much. There's people I know here. Liz, like- Liz flags Marlo immediately and actually, like, beckons Marlo to, like, this little, this little tiny, like, terrible plastic booth. <laughs> she looks around to make sure that you weren't indicating someone else. And then knowing that, that, that she's now been caught, she walks over and slides into the booth and says, so is anything here actually good or? Uh, try everything. That is, you, God, I shouldn't have come here. At least they still got the anchor. No, the everything, it's number nine. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I just, I didn't mean, I'm, I'm just, when I notice a social situation, I, I'm sorry. I feel a need to correct. Hey, weren't you at that last Dark Abbey meeting? No. And she looks back down at her book. You must be thinking of someone else. I have relatives. No, you no, you were. You were. Hey, hey, hush, hush. Yes, but no, no, that wasn't me. Listen, listen. I I'm sorry. I I probably brought this on myself because I butted into your situation and your conversation, but no, I wasn't there. Okay? Okay. Whatever. So everything, huh? Hey, I'm moving. You're moving? Where? To Norfolk. Where is that? Carmichael is relocating me here. I'm going to live down the street from the the salty walrus. The, the stinky. Stinky. Sorry. Yes. It's on, there's signs here. There's signs inside. How? Oh, God. It also oh does still have God. that little smell. <sighs> yeah, the smell's part of the charm. It really is. Okay. C- cool. Like, uh, like, I'm happy for you, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm happy for me too. It's gonna be nice. I'm I'm gonna get involved with the community. Speaking of which, I was I was under an overpass yesterday, and I saw a cute little depiction of me. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, Norfolk is full of artists. Yeah, I really liked my fangs. Whoever did that, very cute. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's um. Uh, Marlo is like, there's color like rising in her cheeks. And she says, yeah. Uh, well, you know, um, I don't know who did that. So, sorry, I can't help you. Hmm. Interesting. I thought you might know everything about your community. 
Norfolk's small, but it's big, you know? And soon to be much bigger. Well, no, hopefully not. That's the idea. Okay. What about you? Your your little your little dark abbey society thing going on? So you're moving to the suburbs or was su- the suburbs. No, I'm moving to Norfolk. Hey, hey, get, get your nose you out of the book. Why saying it like that? Sorry. I was eavesdropping again, but... Um, yeah, she is saying it weird, huh? Yeah, are you saying Norfolk like the city folks do? Norf... I... Is there a different way? Oh, nor... Oh, oh yes, yes, sorry. Yeah, if, if you are going to be fork. living here... It, fork. Nor- fork. Like, a, she holds up a, a fork, you know? But doesn't the like water a- tower say folk? Norfolk? No, it says... No, it says Norfolk. Doesn't it? I think it yeah. says folk. It's you're no, saying it wrong. Look, you're saying it wrong. It's in the in the fifties. They got it repainted on accident. They put an R in place of an L. That's why it's called Norfolk. Oh, oh. So it was originally Norfolk. Uh, so you're. I, it wasn't really. You're all doing the, some weird it wasn't holdout really, thing. It was never supposed to be. No, no it wasn't. No, it wasn't really. really Norfolk. Really, like it wasn't. It wasn't like a place before. Yeah, it's like a, a since we've had our identity. That's like you back know, when the mine was happening, like you know, like you it's know, history. Like the, that That's was the like thing. The 1880s. Norfolk is history. Norfolk is now. So when when you're all coming in saying Norfolk and all that, it sounds like you are. Um, it doesn't not sound from like a true. Here. Yeah, yeah. It's not an acknowledgement of what it is now. And you seem real nice, you know. And so I want to make sure you're oh, caught up. Thank and, you. Um, how to how to fit in here? You know, I'm sorry. I spent a lot of time learning how to fit in. It's hard, but you, I, do I you want you. to come join us in this booth? Um. <laughs> she kind of looks around. Uh, honestly, um, if you can hear me, okay, I think I'm more comfortable uh, pretending I'm not with anyone. I am interested, though. You can keep standing there, but the two of you were talking about this dark abbey? Yeah, I don't I know what that was all about. Abbey. No, that's... What do you mean? Oh, that's the number seven? Well, it, I'm just saying if I'm going to be here in this community of Norfolk, I really want to be here. I want to be a part of everything. Maybe you should talk to Carmichael then. Oh, but I don't think Carmichael knows a lot about the Dark Abbey. And uh, and Liz like reaches out a finger and like grazes your hand. And I think uh, I think you do. Oh, that's for me. And Siobhan just leaves <laughs> out of the front door. <laughs> if you wanted an invitation to the Dark Abbey, what would your new address be? I think we leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I'm connecting Carmichael to everything. <laughs> I'm going to put in the yes column, the Dreadringers will infiltrate Glimmer's Dark Abbey. Okay, Sam. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm going to uh, mark a crossroads. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam. I would like to be... Location-wise, I would like to be at the um, turntable center. Okay. And Becca is there, and she is looking for supplies to create more. Well, wait, th- so this has this scene has to involve your major That's character. Right. Your minor character can be there too. Okay. But your your major character has to be involved in this scene somehow. Bergs is also there, but Be- Becca is there looking for supplies for merchandise, and Bergs is there just you know getting some groceries mm-hmm. and you know we haven't heard from sharon i want to hear more from sharon okay great love it yeah i know exactly where sharon okay. is i think bergs and in, runs into sharon at some point when she's out shopping 
uh, Sharon is coming out of the monster hunting supply store, carrying a bag. Oh, getting some supplies, I see. Uh, hey, Burke. Um, yeah, well, uh, they're mostly, you know, they're mostly for my dad, so. Your dad, who is? Uh, Simon. Simon. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's he's the war vet that, that lives down, you know, at kind of the edge of town. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm yeah. Sh- I don't know everybody's. Yeah. I try to go out and I try to talk to everybody, but I, you know, I forget sometimes. No. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. get it. Hey, um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Are they really going to, are they really going to abolish the city council? I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's the only way for the, the community to really say how they're feeling. And I, I, I just, um, I'm a little... Listen, it would open up a lot of free time for me, and that's great. I would love to have more time to spend with my kids, but um, it feels like a bad idea. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Look, it's is it is it the city, the council being expanded, or is it just being upgraded? You know, that's a way to think about it. I mean, I'm I would lose my job as a city council member, so it it doesn't really feel like an upgrade. Right, that's true. But you, like you said, you're really busy, right? And you're you're involved with uh, the NPA. And but the, yeah, but the, um, I don't get paid to be involved with the NPA. That's sort of a volunteer basis right, deal. Right. So I would have to find another job. Okay. Well, the, may I suggest the job board um, online? There's I can send you the link. Um, do you have your phone with you or? Uh, yeah, I, well, um, and she pulls out a phone and it is like a Motorola <laughs> Razor from like 2011. Right. Um, okay. Uh, I don't think it's, uh, can you, can you email I can, it to me? I can email it to you for sure. Yeah. Okay. Just email it to me. Um, well, hey, and she digs around uh-huh. in the bag and pulls out a little vial, like a little, it looks like a perfume bottle of, uh, mm-hmm. water and hands oh. it to you. What, it, what is this? Oh, it's holy water. You can never be too careful. Thanks. Um, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just, you're spending so much time with Carmichael. I, I just, you can never be too careful. Oh, well, Carmichael's just a businessman. He's not like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, he's, I mean, he's not just a businessman. No, he's a savvy businessman. You're right. Yeah. Well, it's not, you know, I read the news. Oh, the vampire thing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it. He doesn't want to talk about it, and that's okay. I, I'm not saying every myriad needs to come out and talk about everything that they can do or all their, um, you know, who they are. Um, and, you know, I think maybe sometimes people don't want to know, you know? So, so maybe it's good sometimes that myriads kind of like, you know, not that I'm saying, I'm not saying that myriads need to keep it to themselves, but I, 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 look, all I'm saying is maybe it's safer, you know? Maybe it's safer. Hmm. And I want you to be safe. You're, you're, uh, I consider you a friend. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. I have to go, the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I got to get back to my right. kids, so uh, I'll I'll let you go. Um, um, but check, I'll I'll email you the the job board. It'll be great. Uh, and if you need, 
yeah if you need Thank like you. a recommendation letter um, or anything you let me yeah, know yeah uh please don't abolish the city council i'll take that into consideration okay right. please don't I, yep okay but, okay okay all right okay i feel no, like you're not hearing me but have a good day please please don't abolish bye the bye. city council okay bye <laughs> Right. Carmichael, Carmichael, <laughs> just a businessman. <laughs> Carmichael, just a businessman. Sharon Sonnen, just a normal yeah, person. Just a normal person who has a different last name than her father, which makes sense. Like if, if she, she yeah, took, she, she yeah, changed yeah. her name. Mm. Wow, mm. you snuck that one in there, didn't you, Sam? <laughs> I almost chose. I almost chose Simon Pip as my major character. Uh. So. I, had to, I, had to I, find I almost chose the what's Jillian uh, Murphy as my oh oh that would have been good too. Major. See, there's yeah. so many, but anyway, I was like, oh, I want to see so some fun. other people. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does anyone want a reaction to that scene? Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, with your character and or using your role. No, I'm gonna mark um, Crossroads though. Great. Uh, yeah, I. I I would like a reaction. Okay. Liz, he, I think, hears about kind of the paranoia or whatever that Sharon has going on. And Liz works out a deal with, like, Sharon and, and Carmichael and stuff to, to help stock hunter supplies. I love that. Cool. <laughs> oh, no. Cool. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool and good. This might also, this didn't really get the chance to come up for Rabbit. And I feel like when we do like the time passing, it won't be as relevant anymore because it's kind of a temporary thing. But back in episode seven or eight or whatever, when Rabbit bought all of the steaks from that hunting store, um, mm-hmm. his his goal was to get all of the steaks not for purchase for that night. So when he said, I'm going to buy them all, keep them in the back, that was sort of uh, intending so they wouldn't sell anymore for that safety. That's, that's why I didn't have her hand a stake out. That's why cool. she was I figured that was kind of water. the case. Yeah, I just wanted to yeah. sort of put that in front of the screen now in case that hadn't been figured out. We can also cut that, but I just mm-hmm. that's been in my brain. No, no. Get it out, but yeah. I, I think that's I think that is a totally valid thing. In my head, Rabbit bought out all of the stakes that they had like in supply for that month. Yeah. And they're going to be getting more because mm-hmm. you know, and probably even more, more than they had before, but yeah, it was exactly. just, it was it was mostly to protect Ace because I didn't want anyone yes. hunting Ace that. Yeah. Okay. With that, let's review our crossroads. The question that we posed is will Norfolk abolish the town city council in favor of representation by Carmichael in the capital C city's council? Yes, if we do that, people will take Norfolk's political defenses into their own hands, a movement in the streets. The city will begin to erase the bounds of Norfolk on the map, and the Dreadringers will infiltrate Glimmer's Dark Abbey. If no, and this is the option that the people support, Glimmer will run and be elected to the Norfolk City Council. Norfolk will come up with an extrajudicial means of representing themselves. And Carmichael and Glimmer will be seen together as a couple. So, Sam, Berg, as our power, what happens? I think no. Okay. I think no. I think no. (laughs) I think it doesn't get abolished. So, how does Berg make that decision? How do we see them being involved in I that think decision. Berg considering, you know, the potential job losses that could happen and considering the fact that they do kind of have a bit of more power because they have all these ins in with the city council will, you know, go to the city council 
And we'll maybe bring up the suggestion of, hey, you remember at the last meeting when that Glimmer person was brought up? Maybe, maybe that's a good way to like bolster morale about the town council. Also, I feel like if you if you in some way like show that you have, quote unquote, like saved the town council, Mm -hmm. they might feel like they owe you a favor. Yes. Especially Sharon. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Perspective. So uh, from Marlowe's end. Well, the ones that Marlowe put up were Norfolk will come up with the next traditional means of representing themselves and Carmichael and Glimmer will be seen together. What we see is Marlowe handing out pamphlets for a a meeting somewhere. Like, I think it's a meeting. I think it's a meeting in the lot of Western camper vans and RVs. She's paid Artie for the space for the night and is trying to pass out pamphlets to get people interested in a people's representation council that will be outside of the city and will be direct vote on all actions taken by this new council. So there will be no elected representatives. It will all be individual vote, vote basis. A yeah. pro. A pro. I, I have a, I have another little thing to add on to that, Sam. You remember with the last crossroads where we talked about how like the cheapskate is in danger because uh, the property, yeah. the property owner, I think it's a part of this community. I was a part of Pro. I think one of the first things they're doing is collecting funds to buy that property and make a worker-owned co-op. Love it. Hey, actually, I'm going to scratch all of that. I'm going to scratch all of that because I want to do something more interesting. Okay. okay. Whoa. Marlo is going to overthrow <gasps> Nort. <laughs> and take... And take Touchstone. Oh, wow. Because I think Marlo is beginning to organize with the people. So let me read That's the so rules good. of overthrowing. That's so good, Sam. Oh, yeah. Because I've really, I, Nort has really like kind of sold out the, the town. <laughs> Here are the rules for overthrowing someone else's role. If you want to stop what someone is doing with their role, you can overthrow them and take the role away. You can even undo what they did with their role during the crossroads. You can prove perspectives predictions are wrong, countermand powers orders, or show that the people do not have the attitudes touchstone displayed. Overthrowing someone lets you reverse course and show that the kingdom is not what they said, but you can only take away someone's role by assuming that role yourself. So Marlowe is going to switch to touchstone. To overthrow Touchstone, show how your attitudes differ from theirs. The people in the kingdom are really like you, not them, after all. If you can't say how your attitudes are different, you can't overthrow them. Wow, Sam, you 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 swung in and saved the whole town. <laughs> Marlo is going to overthrow Nort by demonstrating that the people would have preferred the council be abolished. Because as she begins to pass out these pamphlets and get to know people, there is a real, like people's coalition that begins begins to form and she realizes there's a huge appetite for something like this that even more than other others may have assumed the people of norfolk want representation by them and not by elected representatives that means price one of the players so sam let's have you do this one of the players not involved in the overthrow comes up with a personal consequence or price 
that my character, Marlo, has to pay as part of the struggle? Do people that Marlo cares about disapprove or get hurt? It should be something you agree to as a player, but if it doesn't feel like something your character cares about, it's not a real price. So Sam, what is Marlo's price for assuming this sort of community role? I think Marlo finds it harder to do her street art because she's such a well-known figure now. Yeah, I think Marlo has to give up her street art. She can't do it anymore, both because she doesn't have time in organizing this whole community and because she's too much of a public figure now. All right. Response. The overthrown character immediately changes to a different role. How does your overthrown character feel about what happened? How have they changed? Embrace your new role. So, Nort, what role are you assuming? Um, I would like perspective. Okay, love it. If you want here, you can make some predictions. Also, I will say my two predictions, which were Norfolk will come up with an extra judicial means of representing themselves and Carmichael and Glimmer will be seen together, are not going to happen unless either Nort or Al Adams pick them up as their own. Yeah, the a perspective I would like to say, since we, I mean, it's funny because we know that the answer is no. So yep. uh, I, I want to do a prediction here um, okay. that if the, the council is not abolished in favor of Carmichael representation, Nort informs Carmichael about everything about the the groundswell of support at the base level there and uh, my prediction is that the billboard is no longer for male enhancement what is it for it is for recruitment is that recruitment for a specific like job it is recruitment for a community watch. <laughs> okay. Love it. Love it. Last but not least, Nort or Al, are either of you picking up my two predictions? As a reminder, those are Norfolk will come up with an extrajudicial means of representing themselves, and Carmichael and Glimmer will be seen together. Or are you letting those go? No, I'm not going to pick up any of those. I'm going to drop them. So, William. Does Nort pick up either of those predictions? No. Okay. Then Carmichael and Glimmer are not seen together. Maybe there is still rumor that the two of them have been seen together, but it's all talk. There's no proof. No photos, no videos, nothing. And on top of that, there is no extrajudicial representation, which means that even though Marlo is getting a groundswell of support, and I am moving the people's support from no which is the answer that Sam chose as the power, to yes, which means the people are unhappy now. Even though that is the case, there has been no successful attempt to make the PRO. And because of that, I am going to mark two crisis boxes. That puts us at three out of five. And those crisis boxes will carry over to the next time that we play Kingdoms after arc number two. And I think that's where we should end for today. Yeah. To some, the next few months are a sign of progress in Norfolk. Led by newly minted construction lead, Al Adams, the rebar skeletons of relegated production industries buildings begin springing up over Norfolk like dandelions. 
Each time Al manages to sneak away from work to continue his investigation of the underpasses, he notices more and more of Marlowe's work has been painted over. Carmichael becomes a prominent figure on local news and radio, crowing over the new developments and promising that the people of Norfolk haven't seen anything yet. More often than not, he's backed up by Nort Port, a meek policy wonk who nonetheless is able to articulate the details of Carmichael's big plans in a way that leads to a chorus of nods from financiers and investors. Friends and colleagues who are careful to watch the moment where Nort smiles after walking through a particularly complicated web of jargon might notice a prominent pair of canines. Nort is quick to remind them that they were always that long. And thanks to a very special anonymous investor, Carmichael says on the broadcast, we're going to have some very exciting news regarding the new youth center coming up before... His voice is cut off by a knock at the door, and Dr. Siobhan Clement climbs off of her couch to answer. But when she looks out onto her narrow apartment walkway, there's no one there but the wind and a pale blue envelope set lightly on the welcome mat. For her part, Marlowe's dedication to the newly formed PRO has not waned. Flyers are going up all over town, overlapping album announcements, movie posters, and blurry images of the cryptid with WANTED in all caps. One sunny afternoon, as the chill of fall has begun to creep into the air, she finds herself just across a busy street from Liz Borger. Her jacket is open over a black sweater and ripped jeans, her eyeliner's a little smudged, but in that cool girl way that stands just to the left of intentional. Marlo pauses with her stapler, watching Liz and two men cackle as they walk up the sidewalk and into an alley that twists around a corner. Before she can stop herself, Marlo hustles across the road, raising a hand in some approximation of apology to the cars that blare their horns. She rounds the corner into the alley and pauses as she hears a choked shriek. She pulls herself into the shadows, creeping around a dumpster, trying to get a good look when she runs smack dab into one of the men who'd been walking with Liz. He pushes her back to the ground with a grin and indicates the pin affixed to the front of his jacket, a red circle with white text that reads, Community Watch. Don't worry, he says, squatting down. Just somebody getting what's coming to him. And Marlowe can smell the iron taste of blood on his breath as she scrambles to her feet and stumbles back the way she came, scattering a fistful of PRO leaflets to the brackish water of the cracked asphalt. But even as she runs out of breath, blocks away and reasonably sure that she's safe, something in her yearns to go back. Berg's life only gets busier as the summer turns to fall. They were like a filter, Berg's thought to himself, careful to shepherd only the most beneficial legislation to the mayor's desk, careful to guide the news of Carmichael's expansion into the right ears, careful to keep talk of the pushback from the citizens of Norfolk to the margins and the footnotes. They knew that to help people, sometimes you had to do the things that they hated you for. 
And if you manage to ensure your political career along the way, well, no one could be angry at you for that. Sharon Sonnen helped once properly leveraged, of course. The Norfolk Town Council were drawing ire, and what better way to demonstrate the benefits the city had to offer than to reinforce the things Norfolk lacked on its own. A few stirs of the pot was all it took, and then Bergs could sit back and wait for things to simmer. Before the end of the financial quarter, people knew who they needed to talk to if they wanted to reach the mayor. It was better that way. Better for Bergs, at least. And as above, so below. In the abandoned mining shafts and sub-basements and subway tunnels, the dark abbey danced under black light and neon, a writhing, twisting exultation to glimmer, bolstered by Becca Karn's quick turnaround on new merch and the promise of an escape, passed ear from ear, lest it be drowned by the beat of the music. Whispers of sharp teeth and the coming of an angel. Whispers of glowing eyes and a rabbit running blind. Whispers of a salvation by stone, two left hands, and a future reclaimed by those that had begun to lose sight of it altogether. To some, the next few months are a sign of progress in Norfolk. But to others, it's clear. Norfolk is headed for tragedy. It's like you didn't listen. 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 I told you what was coming and you didn't...